because I have now logged over 250 hours in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Today, I have with me some guests to talk about the upcoming Sword and Shield DLC. We got Morg. Hello. We got Steven. Hi. And we got Silva. Hello. So, uh, these are all friends I have from various web corners, but mostly the shared draft league that we all are a part of, uh, which... Steven and Silver run, which is super good. Thank you. I, um... it's... Battling is fun. That's all you have to say. Battling good. It's true. Um, so we're here to talk about how Game Freak lied. In what way? Uh, they um, they just lied, you know. They, uh, they, they were, uh, they made DLC when they definitely didn't say that they wouldn't do that ever before. What's up with That's that? That's very misleading. <laughs> Game Freak lied. Yeah, no, Game Freak lied was kind of the, the focus of the last episode that we did, uh, because that was, like, after the game had leaked, but prior to the game actually being released. Um, but now, Game Freak has announced that they are doing downloadable content for Pokemon Sword and Shield, priced at 30 US dollars, which is adding about 200 Pokemon to the base game, um, they're only catchable in the DLC, but they are actually added to the base game, uh, including several new legendaries and also expanded story content. Um, I personally think that this is a good thing, because otherwise I'd be buying an entire other game, which I don't want to do. And I don't have to play through the same story again to get the new content, which is how, like, you know, third versions have always worked before. What do you guys think? I um, the most interesting thing about this being DLC that comes after the main game is I'm kind of curious how they're gonna balance it when, you know, when you finished the game, what was Leon's team like level sixty five? Yeah. So your team was around there, but there's been months since most people finished the game. So are their teams still at sixty five? Are they level one hundred? Yeah, my entire team is level one hundred because like the experience candy is ludicrously abundant. If you do a lot of raids, which I do. Yeah, I was doing a lot of raids for a while, and once my game starts stops being weird, I'm gonna like do it again. And because like making them a hundred and like you know doing all the like vitamin stuff and stuff just makes playing parts of the game easier. But like, yeah, it's just um. <sighs> I think generally I like it, right? Like, yeah. okay, cool. It's adding to the game. Um, I have some, like, things that I'm curious about. Like, was was this the plan all along? Did they decide, okay, we're not going to include, you know, all the Pokemon? Or, like, are, we're going to limit stuff so we can send out DLC or are we going to limit stuff just because it's a lot to, like, give out at once? Yeah. You know? I and think I'm wondering that... how much is this, like, kind of a ploy, which mm -hmm. works. <laughs> you know, it's going to work on me. I'm going to buy it. Like, yeah. 
I've literally already bought it. Um, I think, I think part of it is, I, I think that they were definitely struggling to hit release date. I, I feel like it could have been like a later decision to not have like Pokemon programmed into the base game. Cause there are, there are Pokemon that were programmed into the base game past like the, um, the 400 and the Galar decks, like about 35 odd. Um, and that was like people people were suggesting like you know when home comes out those 35 odd will be available and then we wait till whatever game comes next but then the DLC was announced and it's like oh no no you're getting like hundreds of additional pokemon and i think it also it also allows for them to not have to rebalance the whole meta game at once so like there are metagame rebalancing decisions done every gen, changing how some moves work, changing distribution of moves, uh, changing which Pokemon are available at which times, and um, you know stuff like that. And if they're only if they if they're introducing them in waves of about a hundred Pokemon, they can have more time to you know set a base metagame and then add a couple of more things to it, figure out distributions of moves, figure out what. I mean, like, you, they can easily just look at the current metagame and figure out what to do with Pokemon from there. Like, it's interesting. I'm interested to see what they'll do with the moves that were cut because they haven't said anything about those moves. Like, do we we don't know that those moves are necessarily gone forever or if, it, or if they just didn't want to program them and, yep. like, make the animations for them because nothing had them in the move set. Please I, don't I think bring the, that um... pursuit. The data miners right at the beginning, I think, found messages within the code that if you tried to bring a Pokemon from a past gen with one of those moves, like return or hidden power, that you would get an error saying, "Yeah, this but I don't know if that's going to be deleted." I don't know if that's going to stay there. We really don't know what's what the deal with it is. That mm-hmm. like that could that could have just been that could be something for just programming reasons, so it doesn't crash because they're going to keep or the... moves that are more deleted than others. Well, right. Else is like, um... So they had that limited dex of like 35 Pokemon, and a lot of the cut moves were like exclusive moves to different legendaries that weren't part of that 35 that right. were announced for the DLC. So I'm wondering if those moves will come back. Yeah, yeah. Expect, like th- Those are something, like, the moves I'm honestly most curious about are things like, like Signal Beam and Pursuit and Return and things that were like, you know, actually used on multiple Pokemon, and like yeah. how those are going to figure in. Because like, as, as I said on the last episode, and we've talked about in League Chat a little bit, I really don't mind that Pursuit and Hidden Power are gone. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of weird rebalancing stuff because of that. Like, you know, like, some Pokemon end up doing way better than expected. Be, like, Seismitoad being fucking baller right now because, you know, no yeah. one has a secret hidden power grass but at the same time more pokemon get grass moves there's yeah well like they made they made power whip available to gyarados yeah gyarados got power whip that rules His whole body is a whip I the mean, whole like <laughs> do you think he uses like the whiskers or his whole body for the power whip? oh it's definitely his whole body 100 percent. it's the same with scent scorch oh yeah um, totally as a ghost Pokemon stand, um, I'm fine with Pursuit being gone. 
Yeah. Same. I was, and then also what... ghost types, like a lot of ghost types get uh, mystical fire as coverage. Yes. So like, I it's the thing about hidden power that I never really liked is that like flavor wise, it just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. And I'd rather they find like some kind of elemental form that actually works for the Pokemon in question. Like I, I feel like hidden power should have just it should have just never been something that every Pokemon learns. Like yeah. it, it should have been It should have been like unknown exclusive or It could have just been like psychic types. Yeah. Like or... just give it to psychics. And psychics it... definitely need the help. True. Well, back then they did. They, no, they didn't in Gen 2. Gen 2 was basically like, oh fuck, oh fuck, we fucked up. Let's invent Megahorn, Steel types, and Dark types at the same time. Yeah. True. But, like, I mean, per, per, not, Pursuit being gone has helped Psychic types. Too. Oh, yeah, like, immeasurably. Like, I don't have. Especially because so many of them are so fucking frail. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to switch them out, and I can't, because... And it's like, one of the biggest, like, Pursuit users, Tyranitar, it's not like he's bad now. Like, he's yeah. still very good. He still like... has plenty he can do. Yeah, there's... In fact... So, how I do you guys like... feel... How do you, how do you feel about the removal of Hidden Power in Pursuit? Um, you know, to the, the great benefit of Ferrothorn, and Seismitoad, and Ghost Types and Psychic Types... But yet, we still have Stealth Rock doing exactly what it did before, and we have G-Max Copperaja's um, max move creating a Steel-type hazard, which means that you can switch in a Frozmoth and have it lose 100% of its health if you have hazards up. See, I don't mind Stealth Rock as much since they introduced the heavy-duty boots. I do I... like... Yeah, Same. I do like that you could put Volcarona in a pair of cute boots and it's immune to entry hazards. It there is very will cute. be a week I in mean, our upcoming season where I have heavy-duty boots on every single one of my Pokemon. Yeah. It's going to happen. But For to sure. Me, to me, it's like, how do you cut all these moves and do nothing to knock off and scald? Yeah, knock off and scald. Like, I, I, I feel like I spent like half of last episode talking about scald. It's a lot. Why it does is... it have a higher burn chance than most fire type moves? It's like there's no reason to run like surf or anything if you can just be scalding and stuff. Yeah. It's true. Like the it, only it should reason... be it should be seventy power and it should have a twenty percent burn chance. Yeah, true. yeah, because there needs to be a That's enough to, to give it a trade off. There like there's no reason to use surf, right. And like there's no reason you know. The it's... slight increase in power is absolutely not worth it. Yeah. Just like there's no reason not to use knockoff if you have the chance instead of like, mm -hmm. chop or something. I am glad less Pokemon get knockoff. That's Yeah. It's there's much less distribution for it now, which It was really weird when the when the game was being data mined, the way people phrased pe Pokemon losing access to moves. It was like they lost X, and it's like well, I mean, like they're still available on older move sets. It's just I guess it loses it for VGC purposes, but it just seems like a weird way to phrase it. Like it lost access to, like the only things that should be like mostly Dark type should be learning knockoff anyway. It's like it also should they should just reduce its power back down to twenty. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I would, like I'm, it. Wait, okay, so when it was twenty, I forget. Did, did it still double when it was... It did when... not. 
So I think going from 20 to 40 is fine. I don't care about that. Like 40 is fine. Well, I mean, it's not even a double now. It's a 1.5, but still, like, yeah, it needs... 65. Okay. Yeah. to yeah, 97.5. With the, when you knock off, it's 97.5 too. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Why did I say it was, whatever. I'm... Basically, it's, it's the, we don't want it to activate technician power. And that's, <laughs> uh... that's all it is stupid like if they just made it even if they made it 40 and it doubled it would be a lot less centralizing yeah because that's that's just pursuit that's just like a in a lot of ways a shittier pursuit because you can't do it when they swap out yeah and you can only do it once and you can only yeah like yeah no it's mind knockoff i'm gonna say like i think it's useful i don't want it to be gone i think it should be reduced what's the problem is that it's too useful yeah it's too useful which reminds me of another move change um defog now getting rid of uh terrains oh yeah fuck it always got rid of screens Uh, screens is the one thing that it has always done i'm literally so i'm so tired i'm sorry (laughs) so why i'm I'm, how not as tired as you but yeah you're (laughs) how are you gonna like the whole thing with grassy terrain is that a bunch of grass sprouts out of the ground how are you gonna blow that away with wind and you completely disroot the entire system you just you just blow it away you just you take your because if you're you're conkledur because conkledur gets defog and i I do love that so funny and you just, like, use your concrete to, like, blow it all away. I also feel like the second they gave Defog, like, the hazard clearing ability, it probably should have gotten a new name. Yeah. And a new animation if we're talking about ripping grass out of the ground. Like, let's be honest. I guess so, yeah. Violence. Like, it's such a weird... Just the fact that it's called Defog really doesn't tell you what it is. It's it's super weird because in Gen Four, like in the wild, you could encounter like fog as weather. But yeah, it doesn't remove weather. It just removes this fog, which doesn't. It which wasn't a condition you could actually set. Right. God, Gen Four is a fucking mess. While Gen Four. Why doesn't it remove weather? Why it doesn't it? Much. Is it time? It would be Carly Rae Jepsen voice too much. Yeah, no, it might be Carly Rae Jepsen voice too much if we did that. I feel like there should be a different move that removes terrains. Yeah. Just Splintered like Storm Shards. Other than Splintered Storm Shards, rest in peace. <laughs> um, it could But like something like... Earth-based, right? Like, let well, I me mean, like Rototiller, which is also what a, does that a... Do? Does that do Roto... Rototiller? Rototiller is so stupid. It's, it, a, like... it's the world's stupidest move. It increases like the it's... defense and special defense of your allied grass types. Even though it's, if a, they're grounded. it's like a ground type move. If yeah. they're grounded, yes. If they're grounded because it's a ground type move. And it's like, why don't you just get rid of terrain? Like, literally, it doesn't even have to boost shit. Like, it doesn't do shit anyway, essentially. Like, I don't even think they use it in VGC. Why is it? Oh, no, no. Own? Nobody's ever used Rototiller. That's why, like, it was on the list of cut moves, and it's the one that no one misses. Like, no one was shit. like, oh, man, I'm, I, I really miss Rototiller. Damn. Meanwhile, like, even Heart Stamp, I was like, what, they got Woobat and they don't have Heart Stamp? That's just rude. It's rude. 
What if I want to flinch things to death? What if I want my fucking Jirachi that gets heart stamped for some reason in a special fucking... A single event that gave it heart stamped. A single event, and you just want to flinch shit to death. You can use Zen Headbutt, but it's only a 20% flinch chance. Heart stamp is 30. It's very (laughs) important. These are differences. But it really did seem like some of the cut moves were basically like, this does something another move does, but slightly worse. So like they got rid of, they got rid of the lower powered version of Bug Buzz, which is Signal Beam. They got got rid of Jump Kick, which like... Dodrio was still alive. Right. Well, it's like um, Dodrio got jump kick. Uh, Deerling got jump kick. Uh, Ponyta and Rapidash got jump kick. Like, well, what there are a lot get... of things that got jump kick that didn't get high jump kick because I think high jump kick is more of a bipedal thing. Yes. The what... way it's defined. What fighting move does Rapidash get now? Low kick. Low kick. Is that it? Maybe brick break or something. I don't know. Do you think it? I've. It's also, like, wild how many new Pokemon get fucking... Uh, close combat? Close combat. Because, like, of TRs and stuff. It's just, like, insane. Because there were all these Pokemon... These fighting-type Pokemon that didn't get it for a long time. I mean, but some of them know. still don't, right? Yeah, I feel like it's, like, like... There's a couple things that don't get it still. And it's like, why don't they get it, but this, like... Random ass. Such a better move than superpower. Yes. Like, <laughs> no, no attack drop on stuff like Haxorus is pretty big. Yeah. No, that's that's the well, yeah, that's the crucial change, right? Why why can't why can't fighting types just have a move that doesn't drop one of their stats? Well, they're very strong. It's <laughs> not allowed. Also, close combat's is, really strong. Now that it's a TR, I don't really understand the distribution of horsepower because a lot of things get it that are not horses true I'm missing something there's like a translation thing that i'm missing but... i have to look at it no yeah no, it's it's called 100,000 100, horsepower, horsepower in uh in japanese i guess it sounds a little bit less horsey that way but know. it's the same i thing. like the the french name is cavalry lured i can't roll my r's right now uh but it's basically just it's just heavy cavalry which i feel like Phalanx get it? It's a much cooler name. I don't know if Phalanx gets it. I'm gonna check. He does not. So what the fuck? It's a shade. Yeah, no, he should get absolutely I mean he should be in Smash Bros. Please put Phalanx in Smash Bros. Please get Phalanx. A G Max, please. This isn't this isn't like a question we got, but which uh, which new Pokemon do you think should be in the second Smash Bros DLC pack? Oh, do I think should be or do I want? Because those are um, different things. Yes, I mean for me the should be and the want are the same because my opinions are incontrovertibly correct, and Valid. I think it should be Phalanx. I saw a fake. Well, not like fate, but like someone made their fan like these are the characters I would like to see in the next DLC. Yeah, and they put uh, Lulu as a character. I was like, I want that. 
That's I baby. have to imagine it's going to be one that has a Gigantamax, and that's the final smash. Yeah. yeah. I want to go all in on this concept. I, I thought they should have, like, slightly edited Jigglypuff's final smash to have, like, a little red cloud. So it could be like, ooh, look, it's Dynamaxing instead of whatever the fuck it's actually doing. Maybe after a patch they can add that in. Yeah, they might. That's great. They'll, get, they'll, give, uh, they'll give Jigglypuff a G-Max form that's just its, its final smash. <laughs> oh my god. Even though it can't currently Dynamax, because it's not because <laughs> it's not in the game. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Damn. Not yet. If we're, if we're talking things that have um, Gigantamax forms, then Toxtricity is probably a pretty good one. Toxtricity? Especially because that one is mysteriously not revealed yet. Also, yeah, Toxtricity is kind of in that line of Pokemon. Because, like, yeah, they have some uh, quadrupeds, but, like, mostly the Pokemon in Smash are bipedal and, like, right. Toxtricity is bipedal. Like, um, if I want to go with, like, sh- shit with G-Max forms that, like, I don't expect to see, but I'd like to see. Yeah. Um, one, I, I kind of want I want to see Flapple or Apple Tunes. I mean, the fact that they have to, like, choose would be troublesome. Right. But, like, I just like the idea of the Final Smash being a big apple. I also just love the... I, I, I imagine that it would be one of the Pokemon that's just, like, mysteriously not to scale in Smash Bros. Yeah. Because you look at Appleton and you're like, oh, that thing's got to be huge, right? And it's like, no, no, the head is the size of an apple. And so he's not very big. He's small. He's, a he, small he's like baby. as small as Pikachu. Yeah. Which is, it's just, the scale of Smash Bros. is always already so wacky. I just, I love it. It is a baby. That is a fact. We've got uh, me thinking about what Toxtricity's moveset would be now. I think a nice boom burst with the, uh, does damage and also has the added effect of, you know, the, like pot that blows people away from Skyward Sword. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh God! We do not oh, need more yeah. things with a wind box on Shit's in Smash Bros. Here. Oh no! Um, it should definitely have like a shield breaker, just because like well, it sounds it's loud. Like they go through shields like they go through sucks. Yeah, that'd be fucking busted. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Completely fucking busted. I love it. I want it. It just also, I'm curious screams. if there would be any kind of, like, backlash if they added a Pokemon character to DLC. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wait. mean, like, probably, but also, like, Pokemon is the most profitable media franchise of all time. I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. Just, I like, absolutely has never stopped them before. That's Damn, true. this well, yeah. Pokemon <laughs> podcast, would it be mad about it? Wow. Big surprise. <laughs> Who'd have fucking thunk it, huh? But I'm thinking, okay, so if Kirby sucks up um, Toxtricity, I want it to be the yelling Kirby, like, from the fucking, like, games, because oh he gets, God. like, a microphone um, when he sucks up certain moms, Yeah, and he turns into a little punk as one of the, like, microphone. I also and just he's... want him to have angry eyebrows. Kirby's fucking pissed. True! Just both of these things at once. I just, I love it. Yeah, um, I don't know, I guess we kind of strayed from actually talking about the DLC rather than just kind of talking about the implications of the DLC. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of the the questions we got, which was from someone whose name I forgot to write down in in our League server, 
Uh, is it justifiable that they're creating new Pokemon to sell the DLC or third versions, like Poipole was in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, or like Urshifu is in the new DLC? I think that was Joe who said that. Okay. I don't write anything shout outs, down. Shoutouts, Poketech President Joe. <laughs> shoutouts. Shoutout, followers. Um, so, in my humble onion, the fact that I don't have to play through the same game again to get these new Pokemon, and that also these Pokemon are technically available to people without the DLC through trading, makes it a and much... And also raiding. And also raiding. Which you can, yeah, you can do raids with people who don't have the DLC, and it would be Pokemon that they would otherwise not have access to. Um, really, the only thing that gets locked out is the new legendaries, and even then, like, somebody is going to do, like... I mean, people have already gotten save editing working on this game. So people are going to have extras of the legendaries. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah, for sure. Like, you're probably not going to be able to send them out on, like, Wonder Trade or anything, but... Like, people will get their hands on these Pokemon. And, like, that alone is, like, such a huge advantage over the um, over the previous system. Because, like, let's say you're a competitive VGC player and you just really didn't want to buy Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because they you, you heard about enough about them that they were basically just the same game with two new Pokemon and you wanted to play Sun and Moon, you just weren't able to. You weren't able to play Sun and Moon doing the competitive because they were just simply not compatible because of the Pokemon that were added. It was the same thing with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Like, they were, they completely switched over to those games. The new Mega Evolutions that were added were completely incompatible with uh, X and Y. And this new situation with the DLC, the Pokemon will be in the base game. They will be available for the base game. And you don't actually have to buy them to have access to the new Pokemon or to have access to the competitive circuit. And I think that's such an improvement. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, the fact that, like, X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were, like, technically in the same gen, but they felt like completely different gens, like, in the competitive realm. Because, like, you, you couldn't play x and y everyone moved on to omega ruby alpha sapphire everyone right and especially because like the um, ultra mm-hmm. and the competitive circuit for like the main years of omega ruby alpha sapphire being out of course included the new mega forms like pretty heavily and also included the primal groudon and kyogre who were like you know look at, at the title of episode two of elite full restore groudon groudon everywhere <laughs> And, and how how did that um, wind up with the VGC years? Because X and Y probably was just the Kalos decks, right? And then there was a there was an X and Y Kalos decks year. There was an X and Y with transfer enabled. Oh, it's like like uh, Pokemon from previous gens, but had to be caught in X and Y or bred in X and Y. Was that the year Oros was already out? I think so. I don't know exactly how it lines up, but I know that the third year was the usual restricted Pokemon allowed. Because, yeah, Oras came like a, just like a year after, right? Cause I, they, I think so. They really have not been letting these games breathe at all. Which yeah, is 13 was X and Y, 14 was Oras, yeah. 15 nothing, and then 16 were already into Gen 7. Yeah, so Oras was out. I don't know if they were, I, I don't know if we were able to compete on either, but I mean, I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> 
it was probably just like Kalos decks expanded, but no restricted legendaries. Yeah. So like all those other legendaries were available through RS and you had to use RS. So X and Y had like one year of usability in VGC. Yeah. For the big move to the 3DS, you got one year out of your game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty brutal. So like I'm... I know that they're probably still going to be putting out a new gen every three years, but I really, really hope that we don't see anything at all in 2020. Like, I don't even want an announcement of another game in 2020. Yeah, and to your point, people who got their Switch and Sword and Shield, now that there's DLC, they're going to get to stay on Sword and Shield. Right, yeah, they don't have to immediately switch to another game, especially if you're a late adopter, right? Can you imagine how, like, someone who got X and Y, like, six months after it came out, Right, because people get them, like, they don't get them the day they come out. Like, if you're not, like, these you know, bitches like do, I but... did, but, like, <laughs> hell, before this generation, I waited till Christmas. Like, yeah. you know, like, this but, like, was the first generation I got it the day of, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm, like, Poke- big Pokemon fan. Huge Pokemon fan. Yeah. I'm thinking but about like... X and Y in particular, just, like, if you weren't actively playing that in the first six months then the friend safari just didn't actually work. Because the friend safari required you to be friends with someone, required you to be online at the same time as them after you'd beaten the league. God. And, like, you were able to use the friend safari before that, but the actual reason to want to use it is to get hidden abilities, which are only available if you are past the league and you are online at the same time as someone after that point. And so, like, if you were a late adopter of that game, that feature just never worked for you. Yeah, because everyone moved on to Oras. Because everyone moved on to Oras. God, that's so dumb. Like I didn't even I, think like, about that because I didn't do the friend safari because that yeah, was I like that was like kind of before. <laughs> well, no, actually, like I was still like online. I still got like wonder trades and shit, but like it was more. I just wasn't like in competitive. When right. I was, doing I was fucking online. like I was min maxing my 3ds friends list. If someone had a duplicate friend safari with someone else on my list, I'm like, I'm deleting you as a friend for a bit so that I can add this other person who has a more attractive den so I can get, like, hidden ability ditto or whatever the fuck. God. That's the kind of bitch I was. And, yeah, no, it's... The thing is, like, I'm bringing up all these things and it's like, these are not good things about Game Freak. (laughs) Like... This is none of this is good per se, and it's not being. I'm not necessarily using this as a defense of um, their current practice. I'm just saying that their current practice is technically an improvement, and that is why I don't mind it. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's not great, like, and it's you know like any sort of bot. I'm I'm skeptical of any sort of DLC being bought. That's just kind of how I am, but it's better than it was. And yeah, it makes it it makes the games not like the games had such a sh- like yeah X and Y had such a small shelf life like that's right. not good. I feel like I mean, and Sun and Moon also didn't get to have very much of a shelf life because Oras came out just a year later and just completely kneecapped it. You mean Ultra Sun okay. Ultra Moon? Yeah, that's what I meant. I said yeah. whatever else, but that's what I meant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so as to the actual, like, content of this, 
the DLC is $30 for both sets of DLC. The one's coming out in the summer, one's coming out in the fall. Uh, the first one's called Isle of Armor, and it's like a kind of a beachy setting. And then the second is called the Crown Tundra, and it's more of a wintry setting. I guess yeah. these are these are both visible on the current map, right? I think that was implied. I think um, so. Let me look at my desktop background, because <laughs> it has been the uh, Galar map for months. Mine is Pokemon Gaikiani fan art for the Nice. I, didn't the direct when they went to the tundra didn't the camera shift south yeah which was weird because <laughs> there's already on the map tons of ice at the top yeah yeah i don't know if they're necessarily right on the map then uh but either way like they're both like wild area equivalents so like free camera which hell yes yeah like the wild please area. patch it so that the rest of the game is like that the wild area was probably like what i liked I mean, it's all I do now. Yeah, it's like what I do now. I still find it fun to like wiggle around in it. Like the reason why, yeah, (laughs) the reason why I've spent so many hours in this game is because like the process of raiding is actually kind of fun. Like uh, Nintendo's online is still very bad. Game Freak, Game Freak in particular, (laughs) Game Freak in particular, really love systems where five notifications can come up. And they don't clear themselves when they're not available anymore. It has been like this. It has been like this since Diamond and Pearl's GTS. And they have not fixed it since then. Like they've had the, I guess, basically the same net code since then. Like obviously it's more complicated than that, but like the system has worked the same way. They don't clear. You can like trade with wrong people. The fucking, I hate, I hate the fucking fact that you have to use the number codes with people that are your friends like <laughs> yeah. literally i like i still have to befriend people in our league chat to actually find them sometimes yeah yeah because like technically you can trade with someone who isn't your friend with the codes which is kind of nice but it should be so much easier to trade with people who are your friends. There should be a list of people who are on your friends list who are currently online, and you should be able to send them a trade request. You could literally do this in Pokemon Go. And Pokemon Go is not a good game. Pokemon it is Go not a good game, and I spend sucks. I spend hours playing it every day of my life. I do. You could be trying to trade with someone, and you can see the pop-up on your screen that your friend is trying to trade, but you cannot select that notification no. to join the trade. Which, you've like, done why? That locally, you've done that online. I don't understand why there are notifications that you can't interact with. What is the point of them being there? I don't need to know that my friend just evolved the Pokemon. It is irrelevant to me. I don't need to know that some rando evolved a Pokemon. Right, I don't... That's a notification. Right. <laughs> I don't need to know that some rando has a locked lobby where he is doing a GMAX Pokemon that I want. Yes! I'm like, so, I'm like, I just go, I click every single one of those and I put the code 6969 and one day it's going to work. I hope but so. so far it has not. I hope so. Um, so one thing that did come with the, the, at the announcement of the DLC was right away we got Galarian Slowpoke introduced into the game. Yeah, and like you can a, get it now. You can get it right now. You just got to go to the Wedgehurst station and talk to one of two trainers. Uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D. version, we have Avery, who is an absolute disaster of fashion. 
Not and I love them so much. I love them so much. Like, I know that, like, Steph prefers the sword one, but, like, I love Avery so fucking much. I'm gonna have to let Jackie play my game so that she gets the version with Avery in it. Yeah. <laughs> and what is the sword one named again? Who cares? <laughs> She's that, very that's cute. her name. She's, She's very, very cute. pretty. She's very cute, and I yeah. understand. Clara. That. Her name's Clara. Clara. Yeah. Okay, and so um, one thing that I just like galaxy brained about, like the second that this was revealed, because you know Galarian Slowpoke, pure psychic, right? Then why are they showing us a poison trainer? He's going to evolve into a psychic poison. One hundred percent chance. Whoa! They data mined its moveset, and it learns like acid and belch and stuff like yeah. that. So it, it feels pretty obvious. Yeah. And so blotted out slow king is totally a vampire. Yeah, he has like purple shit going on down his like neck, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yes. it's going to be a marini biting him on the head, right? <gasps> yes. Like that's got to be it, right? That'd be so good, dude. Oh my and god. We don't have a psychic poison yet. It is one of the unused type combinations that I talk about every single episode of this podcast because it's my uh, shit. I'm and s- since I'm on this podcast this time, it's my time to say that Galarian Weezing was a huge missed opportunity. I don't care if Poison Fairy was not used before. That's a Poison Steel. What? You're correct. Poison Steel with Levitate. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, Poison Steel with Levitate. You are Perfect. absolutely correct. Okay, they also had, like, several opportunities to make a ghost rock type, and they fucked that up, too. They fucked it up so many times! Brunerigus, Cursula... How many things left can be ghost rock that haven't already been used? Right? Um, How many designs can possibly be ghost rock? They've used them all already. Stackataka? Literally, they would have to make, like, I don't know, Galarian Ghastly or something, and make, like, the middle part of fucking rock. Yeah, see, like, (laughs) Like, I just... I really... I hate... Uh, this is why when I ever make my unused type combinations chart, I carve out an exception for regional variants and yes. say, these ones don't count. <laughs> like, you you can count them if you want, but I'm putting them in their own section. Question. Does Renu... Re, I always say it wrong. Uh, Renurigus? Renurigus count. Because technically, it's not a form, but it's well, yeah. For that, I I technically well, he, he's he's ground he's ground ghost anyway, which is already used. True. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Um, what I'm saying. But I'm so I, I did I did consider, um, Obstagoon to be an original dark normal type. Okay. Cool. I'm. Oh man. I, well, they definitely. They did have a lot of, like, interesting type combos this time. I'm thinking, mm-hmm, like, yes. Toxtricity with its Poison Electric. Like, I'm thinking Poison Fairy with Galarian Weezing, even if Steel makes more. Like, I get Even if, saying. like, Aroma Tea should have been Poison Fairy. It's literally based around smells. That makes more sense, kind of. And also, it, liter- it literally had a fucking Plague Doctor mask aesthetic. Yeah. Like, that shit's made to be a Poison type. Yeah, literally, like, I play other games. They're, like, fucking Darkest Dungeon. You fucking play a Plague Doctor. You, it has poison. It literally, yeah. it has poison moves. It's poison. That's the, the aesthetic is almost always poison-based for a Plague Doctor. It's toxic. It's dying. Things die. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Please stop me. But... Well, it has a lot of questionable things more than just the piping, too. 
He's a cool bong, though. I do like that. Well, yeah, but I don't understand because it's like kind of a support type Pokemon anyway, and it has two better abilities. So why did they give it Misty Terrain instead of giving something else Misty Terrain? Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't they give Misty Terrain to Galarian Rapidash? That would have fucking ruled. Like that would. Pastel Veil give you an immunity to poison type moves in general. Yeah. Just poison status. Oh yeah. I think yeah. they miss opportunities with abilities all the time. I'm still mad about how corrosion works. That's why I make so many spreadsheets. <laughs> I, I saw somebody on online say, like a couple years ago, that they should have swapped um, Toxapex and Salazzle's. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, a hundred percent. Like, like, but do I want Toxapex to be even more annoying than it already is? Okay, it has its regenerator <laughs> right now, so you're That's taking true. away regenerator. Think about it. It no longer has that. Yes. Well, no, it wouldn't be getting rid of Regenerator. It would just be, it would it would have more competition to use something instead of Regenerator. Most of the instead time, of I think, merciless. Yeah, instead of merciless, it would still opt oh. for Regenerator most of the time. Yeah. Because no one ever uses merciless. Because merciless is stupid. Where's Sl- yeah? Slazo doesn't even need to poison Steel types because it's also a fire type. Yeah. It yeah, it's just a bad. What what corrosion should have done is made poison moves hit steel types. Yeah, it's like just poisoning them, them does not matter. I just want the poison moves to hit steel types, but and then even then, scrappy. yeah, it's exactly just poison scrappy. But even then, it's like Salazzle didn't need that; it had fire moves. Exactly. Um, I guess we could talk about some of the other new Pokemon who are uh, were revealed in the DLC. So we have uh, Cubfu. It's Cub-fu. a fighting type. It's fine. It's baby. It's a little baby. It's a baby. It's got inner focus. It seems like fun. It's interesting because it's like another legendary that evolves. Yeah. And like Yeah. Like we you know, it was kind of just Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon that started doing that with Yeah, yeah, with Poipole. No, well, Poipole, but also um Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main one. I'm Cosmo again. Oh, Cosmo. Yeah. I didn't even register that. Get in the bag. Get in the bag, Nebby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kubfu evolves into Urshifu, who has two different forms based on two different fighting techniques. Not based on game, which I think is interesting. Yeah, one, they, they haven't really said how that's going to work, but one's a fighting dark type and the other's a fighting water type. Nothing new there, so they're cowards. Yeah. I do like that the fighting water type is based on, like, the type of martial arts that it is. Yes. Because it just reminds me of, it, it just reminds me of One Punch Man. It, it the, reminds- the, the fist of the flowing rock, which is, like, the um, fucking gout, the mustache, bang. That's his whole thing. That's his, that's his martial arts technique. Well, I haven't seen One Punch Man, so I just thought of, um, fucking Avatar Last Airbender since, like, they all, all their, like, moves are based on, like, different martial, martial arts. Martial arts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that tracks as well. I, I don't know, like, if the specific type of martial arts that that is is what they used as the basis for waterbending, but it's at the very least similar. Yeah. And, yeah, every every element having its own basis in martial arts was very cool in the first place. Um, and those are the two, those two are available in the first DLC. And then in the second one, we have the greatest Pokemon ever made, Calyrex. <laughs> oh, my God. It's How do so... we feel? How do we feel, folks? 
It's so it, fucking it controversial in our league chat. I feel like <laughs> I don't it know why. Get a galaxy brain form. I'm going to be so disappointed. I feel no, like yeah. ball bursting open. Like, Where does I, it work out? It works out at the fucking library. Like, I'm a Calyrex defender, but so many people hate it in league chat, I've noticed. I think it's very ugly, and that's the appeal to me. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. It's, it's supposed to re- it's so it's supposed to represent the monarchy. It's like Sorb Swordward and Shieldbert, who are the greatest characters since Mirror B in the Pokemon that's canon. Good. Thank Where you. Where is the crown brother? This the is brother the crown brother. Hair is a crown. This I'm assuming he's going to be in the DLC somewhere and he's going to be near Calyrex. <gasps> Crown haircut. I'm so excited. I don't really understand the decisions for anything like neck down on Calyrex. Like, he skipped leg day. Why is it not fairy and His type? arms are so short. Why like, is it not fairy Bunnies are on the ground on all of their limbs. Look at your arms, it's literally like a fairy. Why is it not fairy type? It's a fairy. Look at it. It's it's got wings. It's got a little baby. <laughs> they're just they're really just addicted to making their to making their mythicals or mythical likes because people will argue the actual definition of mythical, and I really just don't give a shit. I like don't um, know the definition and don't care. Yeah. If you care, then shut up. Um, <laughs> they just love making them psychic types because they've done it pretty consistently, other than. Um, Fine, make it Psychic Fairy, then. I don't care. I know Shaman. it's... Sh- Shaman and Minafi. Gen 4 skipped yeah. it double. Minafi? I-, I wish they weren't so averse to, like, retconning... Manafi? Like, leg- legendaries in yeah, general, yeah. because I feel like Cresselia should have been fairy. Cresselia should have been just changed entirely to a fairy type. Yes. Um, yes. Celebi should have been a fairy type. They should have changed Jirachi to a fairy type, yeah. but it would have been busted if it was. Yeah, it's just. just on, I imagine the same reason why they didn't change Blissey. Well, it's... I, I at least understand Psychic on Jirachi because they kind of associate like space stuff with yeah. Psychic. Yeah, yeah, That's which true. is that yeah why Deoxys I definitely wouldn't change Deoxys. Yeah, so like Jirachi makes sense, but like Celebi is a fairy. It's the same. It's type. literally Onion and Fairy type. You're right. It's um. Calyrex is grass psychic, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's Celebi. It's Celebi yep. too. Yep. It's like Celebi. so. So its brain thing is gonna like oh. bloom into a fucking flower. That noise off screen was Silva peggle tooing <laughs> into trying, our table. I was trying to do the peggle two jump, and I just like hit my leg. Celebi too. Yeah, and well, I mean Celebi was already executor too. <sighs> Think about it. Yeah. What if Calyrex's head opens up and an executor comes out, just stretches? What if they give? What if they just give Calyrex a mega evolution and they just say, "Fuck it, they're back." Yes. No other ones. It's the only mega evolution in the game. Yeah, yeah. That oh, mega Diancy, nothing else. Mega Diancy. Mega Garbodor. Oh, oh. That is what I, GMS like, Garbodor is I essentially. I sincerely hope that. In some future game, they manage to just retcon Gigantamax into Mega, or vice versa, or both. I was thinking about that, but so many of the Gigantamax form designs are like based on, oh, here's this really giant object we can turn this Pokemon into. So yeah. they feel a little bit dissonant than just regular Megas. Yeah, like yeah they might just be like a little bigger. Like, you're not going to have an entire train in the ass of Mega Garbodor. 
You're not going to have a... And stuff like Venusaur and Blastoise is already going to have Gigantamax and Megaforms. Yeah. And... Mega Charizards? (laughs) Yeah, three Mega Charizards. X, Y, and fuck you. X, Y, and Z, dude. Z doesn't exist. Rest in peace, Pokemon Z. Never allowed to exist. Fuck Pokemon Z. Having its own game. Fuck Pokemon Z. God, Zygarde was just so awkwardly shoved into Sun and Moon. Like, it was it just... Was. It was so fucking dumb. Yeah, that and, like, the Ashford Ninja thing. I'm like, they gotta... They had to have been working on a Z, but they just decided not to finish. They're like, fuck yeah. it, we don't want it. Bye. But I do like to find a little worm. I do and, like, like to find, find a little See, worm. See, the thing is, they need to make the Zygarde cell, like, a battleable Pokemon with just, like, yes. 100 base stat total. Like, just just the tiniest, shittiest little baby. Oh, baby. Because I love it. I love to see it. I have a Zygarde uh, cell plush next to my TV. And every time I see it, I'm like, I like to see it. I wish I could see it more in the games. But it's just not there. It is a lot in the XY anime, though. Good. Because the, the Zygarde forms were in the XY anime, despite the fact that they were never in any of the Gen 6 games. Hmm, that's suspicious. Hmm. Yeah. Um. It's now speaking of legendaries. Uh, two things that were in the trailer that were not talked about at all. They were just shown briefly as photos. Were two new Reggies. Yes. Okay. Wait. Did you see that like article that said that they were like, oh, this is a <laughs> what was it? What yes. Pokemon no. Was it? it was it was the dragon, the dragon Reggie. Oh, it might be a Galarian form of Cubone. Yes, Galarian form of <laughs> Cubone. Because yes. it has a skull. Because it's like, it like a fucking skull. Fucking skull. <gasps> oh no. I-, I lament every day of my life how bad, like, games journalism is, and not in like a Gamergate way, but in a everything is clickbait way. Everything's bad. Everything is clickbait, and it's impossible to find, like, a useful article on something you're trying to find out about a game, because everyone just copies and pastes the same information from the same two sources, (sighs) so there's no original information, and GameFAQs barely exists anymore. It's very frustrating to try to, like, find an answer. I just googled Galarian Cubone, and it is the sideways surfetched (laughs) from when they teased it beforehand. I remember that. Fuck! And now I'm just remembering when Surfest was finally like revealed and is like, oh, so every leak was true, huh? Every there's... leak. Hey. Yeah. Leak. But like they like because can you imagine someone just 100% no scoping that there would be a far fetched evolution named Surfetched? Like no one would guess that because it's a stupid fucking name. It's a lovely Pokemon and a terrible name. Yeah, I mean. Galarian Farfetch'd is the better looking Pokemon. I love to see him. It's good. Speaking of bad names, Regilectric. Is that what it's called? It does not have a name yet. Oh, oh But what do we think these, like, represent? I mean, Regi-Ice is a bad name, so it's probably gonna be Regilectric or whatever the fuck. Well, it's it's Regi-Ice. They at least didn't do double I. I've seen people say, like, Regi-Volt and Regi-Zolt. But, like, okay, but, like, those represent very clear things of, like, the epochs of, like, the geological ages. Like, yeah. ice, ice Age, Stone Age, and Bronze Age are Metal Age. Right, Iron okay. Age. So, like, it is a dragon What are for these? Sh- like, it's a dragon for sure. Like, I don't know. Is that a dragon? Like- that could be a dragon. It could also be a dark type. 
Just yeah, Pokemon's it looks, weird. It looks kind It looks of like, like a dragon's head though. Yes. It looks like a dragon's head, but it also looks like um um uh Yveltal. Yveltal, yeah, yeah. Yveltal. It's the same color scheme. Yeah. I've seen people say that it looks like the um the dragons on top of the hammerlock towers. Okay. Ooh. I saw like a side by side and I could like kinda see it, but Hold up, I am in the wild area. Let me run over there. Oh my god. So, like, what do these represent age-wise? Like, is it, like, the Dragon Age Inquisition games? I, I can't believe yes. it. Dragon Age is in the same fucking universe as Pokemon. But, um, like, yeah, it's, like, is it rep- representing, like, the medieval age, and then we have, like, the electric age, and is there gonna be, like, a third one that's, like, the space age? Ooh, and make it, like, a psychic like type or something? Yeah. That would be interesting. I've seen I've seen a lot of fan Reggies, and they're all really good. Are we gonna have seven Reggies? Um, I mean, seven. in my dream of dreams, there would be one for every type. But like, yes, I'm absolutely. I'm the guy who just loves that shit. That's fair. <laughs> It'd be good. It'd be good. Um, th- my favorite one that I saw out of like this fan set of Reggies that are on my Fakemon blog somewhere. I just love it. Was one. called it was called Reggie Hive, and it was a bug type. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout out to Max. Um, and it just looked like a big fucking cocoon. It was so goddamn cool. Oh my god. Because it's the one that's like the weirdest to try to work thematically. Bug's yeah. weird. And because like, like Bug is a very weird type. I, um, I don't agree with Brooks in that it should be one type oh, along I with don't, Grass. Don't start. Because Brook is a bastard what? man. Don't start. No, save. don't start. I'm going to fucking yell. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I don't intend to expose uh, Steven and Silva to Brooks' opinions at large. They are designed to infuriate. I'm gonna yell. Uh, would you guys say that a pool is a room? No! <laughs> Matt! Why? <laughs> so, my Twitter, like, pinned post is that rooms don't exist. And that's because of that. I was like, rooms yeah. just are fake. They're just not real. Sorry. It's it's good, though. And no, yeah, like, I like the idea of things related to previous legendaries just because, like, Reggie Gigas, while kind of sucking was a very cool concept. For sure. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wish that they didn't handicap him so badly. Well, like, speaking of previous legendaries, I've seen people speculating that maybe the uh, new Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres forms could be related to, like, Shadow Lugia. Oh my god, I almost forgot about those guys. I'm so... Which, I if, hope so, because... If they're related to Shadow Lugia, then that is the hypest shit that has ever happened in my life, and I will buy the DLC twice. I mean, didn't James Turner make Shadow Lugia? James he Turner sure literally did. designed Shadow Lugia. He sure fucking did. He sure fucking did. If they somehow brought that... If they brought Mirror B into the game. Oh if my they put Mirror B in this game, I'm gonna fly to Japan and kiss James Turner on the mouth. Oh my god. Did they say you're in the crown tundra with a certain someone? <gasps> Don't it's say Mirror that. B. It's fucking Mirror B. Oh we my solved god. it. Wait, I want Mirror B and Sh- Shieldbert and... Oh my god, I want them all to meet. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I'm, I'm saying, so like, Shield- Sword and Shieldbert are the best designed hair on a Pokemon character since Mirror B, and that's because Mirror B is, like, the platonic ideal of character design. I want them Compare all to meet. Compare Mirror just... B's hair to Calyrex. <gasps> oh, this, shit. No, like, Mirror B's entire body shape compared to Calyrex. Long oh. legs... Arms, big head. He's the crown brother. He's the crown brother. It's Mirror B. It's Mirror B. Holy fuck. Holy, this, is, we, this has we, been solved. We it's cracked confirmed. the code. Holy shit. 
Holy Pokemon shit. Coliseum 3 confirmed. Pokemon Whoa. Coliseum 3 confirmed. Uh, but if only. I'm really I'm kind of sad just every time I think about Genius Sonority. Because um, yeah. they made they were put on Pokemon Shuffle in 2015. And then they made like a, this series of 3DS games like that were an original property. That like they never released outside of Japan and didn't seem to do all that well in Japan. And that was the last thing they ever put out. And I'm pretty sure most of like the major staff of Genius Sonority was just absorbed by Game Freak at some point. And like, I really just want a third game in the Coliseum series. Yeah. Because I really like them. They're, They're good so games, cool. folks. They're so good. They did something interesting with the Pokemon formula. And like they're they're like a proper different kind of game. For sure. Without so like, like they, without taking out like the core of like battling. Like yeah, a like it's kind it's of game. Pokemon. With but they they play Pokemon. Yeah, like the story runs more like uh well like less like a monster collector cuz like you are collecting monsters but like not an unlimited number of them. Like it's more like uh it's more like a party-based RPG in the way it's structured. Like, obviously, it's still Pokemon. You still have six Pokemon in your party. You still have PC boxes. And then, of course, like, there's no badge quest. It's only... You only have the one story as a through line. And then, of course, there's the fact that they everything was forced double battles. So, like, it was all double battle strats, which was actually really fun. That's, like, what made me understand double battles better yeah. as a kid. And some I of the moves... Like... Uh, go on. Oh, I was just, like... Because I, like, did not understand it, like, in, like ruby and sapphire or whatever yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs> and some some of the moves that pokemon got as uh purification moves in xd uh were exclusive to pokemon obtained in xd until sword and shield thank god because... like a bunch of things learned helping hand as a purification move and only when helping hand was made a tr were they actually able to like learn it i'm just thinking back to like how matt the most blessed person in the world gave me a heel bell uh articuno which is which is an xd exclusive yeah which that one i believe is still very much is so i don't think heel bell's a tr or tm is it no but i'm still i'm just reminded of that because because that kind of reminds me of like um they mentioned that in the DLC there were going to be some kind of new, like, tutors, tutors. and stuff like that. So I wonder if some of those moves might be brought up for that. Like, yeah. Like, kind of, like, event moves. It, well, it does seem like they're very... Well, because they said it would be moves that were never seen as tutors before. Like, they were very specific with that. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I thought of was, like, that event Oddish that got each seed that you have to, like, transfer out from Gen 3 or 4 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I would love if they went back and got the Pokemon Center New York events from Gen 2 so I can get a Zap Cannon Blastoise. Oh my god. Is that a Mega Launcher boosted? It's not, but it would be so cool if it was. Oh my god. (laughs) That's just, it's just like one of those things that existed only in Gen 2, like Growth Eevee. Oh god. Which would just be so fun. (laughs) Growth Eevee! I don't... Mixed mixed Chlorophyll Leafeon. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it would be amazing. <laughs> but, um, so and then, like... Oh, go ahead. Go on. Uh, I was just gonna start talking about the legendary birds, so I was gonna... No, they're good, so let's let's get on it. I was getting excited, because I was like, speaking of Articuno, let's talk about this Articuno. Yeah, so, like, Galarian forms... I'm just gonna, like, go to the article so I can, like, look at them, but I'm... 
Oh, I'm on therapy so right much. now. It's a mess. I love them so much. Um, Max called the Zapdos Roadrunner Zapdos, and that's pretty uh, accurate. I call it a Chocobo, so, like, same joke. It's very Chocobo. I do like that it runs. I love it so much. And then, like, Articuno just is, like... It's, like, let's keep it graceful and give it a dumb mask, but I love it. It's beautiful. Beautiful colors. I don't know. Yeah. And then, like... This has got the pose from the Gen 1 sprite. Yes. Oh, yeah, it does. With the wings? Like and the talents coming at you. Yeah, it's yeah, and then like and the the Moltres literally just looks like, hey, what if Shadow Lugia but the other birds? Like it's it's going for that it's going for that exact aesthetic. There are literally lasers coming from Articuno's eyes. Yes, it's how did I miss this? I'm so glad we have a new shut the fuck up boomer that we can use. (laughs) God. Or shut the fuck up hashtag Dexit. I just wish in general they would release more of the like high quality artwork. Yeah, yeah like they um they haven't put out uh digital artwork assets for this gen yet. Like normally you're able to get like two or three at a time. Like, yeah, on you're, you're the ones that they announce in the trailers. Yeah, exactly. And most like so that means like the majority of stuff on like Bulbapedia are scans from the art book, which of course they're going to be a bit artifacted because they're scans. Yes. Whereas we could have like good high quality vectors if they weren't cowards. True. It's going to be a problem for the next season of the draft league. Yeah. How are we going to make our beautiful, beautiful images? Well, we I've been using the TCG images for that. Well, I mean the banners. The banners. Oh, banners. You're right. Well, you didn't do. I mean, did we just kind of didn't do banners last season, did yeah, we? Yeah. Did you do banners last season? It was a short season. I did a little bit. <laughs> No, I'm not. Ju- I'm not judging it. you. It's and all a the lot listeners have no idea what we're talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's... I love inside jokes. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 podcasting, babe. Yeah. But yeah. No, I I really do like to see these guys. And yeah, no, I wish more art art assets were available in general. And I also just wish that like Game Freak was more w- would like reveal more beta content because oh, all beta content that has come out in the past like year and a half. Um, was revealed like a couple of weeks ago to be the work of one hacker who like busted into Game Freak servers and just downloaded a bunch of shit. Thank God. And like that's that's where they got the Space World demo. That's where they got the original Gen One demo that had all those back sprites in it that revealed things like Gorochu existing. And that's where they got the promo version of Diamond and Pearl that showed that they were going to put di- uh, gender differences on like way more Pokemon than they ended up actually doing. Oh, I didn't actually see that part. Oh man. Yeah, no, that one was that one was pretty recent. Like it was since the last Elite Full Restore episode. Um, Wobbuffet had a had like so like its head, its head bump went all the way down its back. Wig. Wig. Wobbuffet. It was oh, Wigafet. Oh, wig. It was so it good. Really good. Some of them look like dog shit. Like Pikachu's looked so bad. It just had ears that didn't go straight up. They just kind of like went down like it was wearing a hat. It, they looked real bad. Yeah. Um, like I can see why they why they cut a lot of these. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Pikachu still has a gender difference. It's yeah, just, just on the tail though. It's much more different. subtle. Yeah. And then, like the only Pokemon they've actually like, other than ones that they're like completely different forms. So like Meowstic and like 
But like they only they've only added a couple gender differences since. Yeah, Meowstic and Indeedy have like different moves and stuff. And uh Pyroar and Jellicent look like really different. But other than that, the only thing they've really added is the gender difference to Eevee's tail, which they added in uh Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Did they carry that up to Sword and Shield? They did. Okay. They carried that up with Sword and Shield and they also, you know, made it so that Eevee has an anime cry. Which makes it Evoi. Evoi? Which is one of three Pokemon that do because Gigantamax Meowth also has an anime cry, which is great. I didn't know that. Just Gigantamax Meowth, not regular Meowth. Not regular Meowth, yeah. Has any of you heard Dynamax Pikachu? Not Gigantamax, Dynamax Pikachu's cry. I haven't. What does it do? Pika. That's good because Gigantamax (laughs) Pikachu just goes pee. Which uh, echoes. <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, Wolf Glick's stream when he had uh, he had a bunch of Smash Bros. players do a Pokemon tournament. Very, very good. Highly recommend watching it. Very entertaining. Um, and there was like a copy pasta going around that they were gonna flag his channel for adult content every time a Pikachu used its Gigantamax because it said P. <laughs> so stupid. It's it, it. It was indeed very dumb. Um, but yeah, no, the, the DLC is looking pretty cool, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. I kind of hope we get a little more information before it comes out. But um, I do hope that it doesn't leak. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want to get that inform Like, because the kind of information I'm interested in getting from, like, game data leaks is stuff that I don't need to know right away. Like, uh, moveset changes, newly available, stuff like that. Like, uh, tutor moves, full extents of those things. Item locations. Like, I want to know stuff about the designs. I want to know stuff about, like, what we're going to be experiencing in these areas. And I'm fine to get that from official channels. Well, that reminds me. Is everybody ready for Dragon Dance Garchomp in the first DLC? Oh my god, we're getting Dragon Dance Garchomp, baby! (laughs) God. Goodbye. They've been denying it for so long, and it's finally they can't deny it any longer. Literally, they like, went so information secretive on Sword and Shield in general that, from what we've seen from the DLC so far, I'm wondering what we haven't seen yet. Like, there's already a Galarian Slowpoke. There could be more non-revealed Galarian forms. I yeah, like, I really. That actually reminds me. Uh, that's something I was going to say earlier that I just completely left my mind. Is that of all the things to get regional forms is slowpoke like it's like for, uh, things to get regional forms and megas like I, I feel like it's only slowpoke that's had like an evolution added later it's that and gallade like gallade yeah because everything else oh. that like got an evolution added later never got like additional forms and stuff yeah is there gonna yeah. be like Rock is there gonna be like a slow king and a slow bro i assume I th- there are if you look on the Cerebi page i but, think um so Slow King has that like vampire thing going on, but it's interesting because the other one they show doesn't have anything on its tail. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was a Slowpoke with a completely like so, a completely blank tail. So I don't know if it'd be a Slowbro or if it'd be like an alternate kind of evolution, like Rodriguez's. Yeah, like, yeah, could it have a different name entirely? I don't know. I really like Slow. the cross-gen evolutions as like a concept. Yeah, um, I think it's cool. I kind of want to see like. Sino like like a, a Hoenn version of of Obstagoon. 
like what Please. that would look like. No, you, you want Obstagoon stats with extreme speed belly drum straps? Yes. Yes. Uh, I but I. It would be a lot. I also like, yeah, like I'm curious about like Rooney. I mean, like like Cursula wouldn't work in that form. Like, it's ex- it's so explicit based on how it's how it's made that it wouldn't work. Runa Regis really wouldn't work either. Cause, I was thinking that because like it's not a sarcophagus; it's a rune, but also a lowland sand slash doesn't have sand anymore. So I don't really know. Yeah. yeah, but I really like the idea that like there's different re- like of different regions of Yamask that have different things. So like Yamask, you know, in Unova is a coffin, uh, but like Yamask in like I don't know, uh, Hoen is the fucking looks like the tombstone tombstone and... do you think that if they make diamond and pearl remakes that they'll make Sinnoh versions of later pokemon <gasps> I, that's my number one wish list item for gen 4 remakes is big Sinnoh same oh. at least one fire type because there's no fucking fire types in Sinnoh. <laughs> it's true because like yeah that's such a because you really can't do forms like within the first four regions because they are basically implied to all be close to each other yeah. Um, given that they are all based on regions of Japan and that the Pokemon world is roughly analogous to ours. Or at least it's implied to be. You could do it with Unova Pokemon. You could do it with Unova Pokemon. You could do it with Kalos Pokemon. You could Kalos. do it with... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But you could also do... Yeah, like... I'm also interested to see if more like possible links with Kalos come up in the DLC. Because, like, Calyrex is supposed to be from, like, 3,000 years ago, and it read, led this big war. And the big war from 3,000 years ago is the one that was mentioned in X and Y. Are we finally going to get Eternal Form Floet? <gasps> I fucking hope so! <laughs> they have just... That, yeah, that was, that was another thing we lost by not having the, the Zed version. Uh-huh. Is that they just... That has never been released. Light of Ruin? What is that? What is what? this move? What's Light of Ruin? Why do I keep getting this fucking Pokemon in my Randbats? <laughs> I have one in my bank, which I assume I'm not going to be able to bring up to home, because it's, like, <laughs> absurdly you do- hacked. Oh, you could transfer it's very to bank, hacked. It did. It, it's on bank. It works on bank. That's so weird. I got one in my game when you could, like, do the QR code scanning thing. Yeah. What? In uh, Gen 6, there was a period where if you took a QR picture of something, like, it would just inject Mons into Box 1. I used to scan the QR codes at the Waffle House Sammy worked at. I don't remember Fluet being... Oh, uh, that was probably the Gen 7, like, Dex thing. Uh, You could literally inject Pokemon with QR codes in Gen 6. I see. For, like, two weeks. Yeah, it was busted. I got the entire Twitch Plays Pokemon team doing that, too. Nice. Totally worth it. (laughs) I, I still have the, the save file for Twitch Plays Pokemon, and I might inject it into my virtual console version of Blue, just so I can uh, get those Pokemon un- like exactly as they were when they beat the league. Yeah. Hell yes. Which is, yeah. is just a good thing to have, just for collection reasons. Yeah, for sure. All right, we've been recording for an hour and ten minutes, so I think at this point I could probably open up the questions that I have that I didn't already mention. So, um, we also have a new one too. 
Oh, do we? In the podcast. Joe, Joe oh, is there we in are. the podcast questions. Chat. Uh, will and we? Joe asks, will we ever go back to solid cross-gen evos like Mag Mortar or King Drench? I mean, I hope so. Same. I think there's some Pokemon that could definitely use it. For sure. Dunsparce. Dunsparce <laughs> is almost like, it's like almost like the joke itself, the way it is. Yeah. Um, well, but that was also true of Farfetch. Farfetch, so, yeah, I was gonna say that was Farfetched also. So like I, I, I would like to see some cross gen evolutions again. I think that there's a lot of things that are single stages that are kind of just forgettable because of that, because of uh, you know like lackluster base stats and just... like a concept that doesn't go really well for move pool. I was complaining about this the other day that if a Pokemon isn't bipedal, it has so few options for good move pool. I was, like, hoping they would give Quillfish an evolution. People thought that it would because there's, like, there's, like, Quillfish-looking, um, like... Art. It was, like... Like, just, like, artwork or something, like, on, like, logos in the game that looked not quite like Quillfish. And it could have a good evolution. I think they could make it work. For sure. Maybe the evolution item that you can use for Slowpoke and Slowbro you can use on Quillfish. Maybe. Maybe it becomes a Steel-type. We should we we need more steel waters is what I'm saying. That's well, I don't know because I like Empoleon having that exclusivity. I do like Empoleon in general. Empoleon is very good. I do like Empoleon. But yeah, no, I I don't know if we'll see them again. Like I really, I feel like the DLC came really a lot a, a big way out of left field because of how um, essentially complacent people had gotten at how good data miners are and how good Game Freak is at scrubbing information. Because essentially since X and Y, they have found every secret that Game Freak had coming up, more or less. Yeah, it was a giant shock. I was just like... And so like, and then like when <laughs> Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, this is the first time that they'd ever introduced Pokemon mid-gen. So that really like kind of shook up what the conventional wisdom is about what Game Freak does. And then, of course, the DLC, having new Pokemon and new Galarian forms in it, which are accessible in the base game, also kind of throws a wrench in what the conventional wisdom is. So I feel like we all hope for them. We think they'd be cool. We have plenty of ideas of what things could use them, but we have no earthly idea if, if Game Freak is ever interested in doing that again. For sure. Um, got a question from uh, Roy at Semper Funny on Twitter. What's Avery hiding under that hat? <laughs> uh, hiding a bong or is the hat secretly a bong both it's like oh, a bong inside both. of a bong it's too bong boy it's too bong it's um pokeballs just the pokeballs inside the hat outside the hat they're overflowing they're just <laughs> avery figured out how to trick the um to trick the league into having more than six pokemon at once by yeah. having some of the pokeballs floating in the air I love them. My non-binary icon. Avery. Yeah, no matter what Game Freak says, Avery is non-binary. See, that's where Game Freak lied when they said that he was a male. Yeah, when they used male pronouns, that was their lie. That was their lie. That was their lie. Um, the other question from Roy is, Al Creamy Draft, what flavor sweet combo is your top pick? You cut off there for a bit. You cut off. Man? Hello? Uh-oh. Rainbow Swirl Berry Sweet. Mmm, tasty. I picked uh, Mint Cream with Berry Sweet. 
Also, I did not remember what any of the alchemy looked like, so I was looking it up and talking to Steven about it, and he said to me, I'm a little lad who loves berries and squirrels. Yeah, big mood. Um, <laughs> I did miss everything you guys just said for the last 30 seconds, because my internet, I think, cut out on me. Okay. <laughs> did you uh, get, did I, did I get the whole question out at least? Not, uh, no. No. Okay, so the question from Roy was, Al Creamy Draft, which flavor sweet combo is your top pick? Oh, okay, so they did kind of answer that. For um, me, it's gotta yeah, be... We, we prepared ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Rainbow Blueberry for me. Rainbow... Uh, that's exactly what I said. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> because that is the flavor I'd most likely want to eat. Oh, I, I'm in it for the aesthetics. I mean, that too. The thing about sor- the thing about sorbet, which is what it's evoking, is that it is delicious and looks good. Mm. I have some in my freezer, and I hope that, that... is from like October. <laughs> Do you... How long does it keep? I don't know. Sorbet keeps for a while. You're fine. I want the rainbow ribbon one because the ribbons are purple. Yeah. Do you think they're going to put one of these items in each of the DLC? Whoa. That's the oh. item that evolved slowpoke. Because that that would be an absolute <laughs> fucking oh bastard God. move. Yeah, just to kill you specifically. Just to kill me specifically, person who's s- collecting every single Alcremie. You and Steph specifically. Um, well, I mean, aren't there some that aren't introduced yet? So they might just include those in it. Or make new ones that we don't want. Oh, oh they could would... make more sweets and more flavors. What if they do that? I want um, chocolate chip. I want more curries. Oh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying curry-flavored El Creamy, and I was like, hmm. Alternate Pokemon how curry. Yes. Ooh. As as a man who loves curry, hell I yes. Love curry. Maybe that'll be a different region. Yeah, maybe. Um, we got a question from Stephanie, Age of Oddish, uh, on Twitter. Um, now that Snom and Larvesta are GFs confirmed, where should they go and Galar for their first date? Hmm. What's that mushroom place called? Oh, uh, Tangle Deep. Like the the name of the city. I just googled Mushroom City because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Balone, Balone, Balonely. Yeah, no, I think Balonly? they they could go to Balonely. That would be cute. I think they should hang out. That's they should hang I would out. Go. They should hang out by the hot springs in Surchester. Oh, yeah, because then, like, they can go in the snow, they can go in the hot springs, they can have both. They just yeah. hang out there, BGFs, just, you know, it, smooch a little, wiggle. I vote for the Ferris wheel. It, it reminds me of those tweets that are like, what if we kissed in the fountain in Surchester and we were both bug types, blushing emoji, blushing Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, they, they should let us go to the Ferris wheel. Because it's just there in the background, and we don't get to go on it. I when know. They've given, when we were able to go on a Ferris wheel ten years ago in black and white. Yes. God, remember how you can go on the Ferris wheel with N? That was a pinnacle moment in Pokemon history. That was a pinnacle moment in gay Pokemon history if you were playing as a dude. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the dialogue did not change at all. It was great. I it was it very good. See, that girl from XY who put the fireworks wants what N has. Yeah, exactly. Shauna Shauna wishes. Shauna wishes. Uh, Shauna recovers half of her HP a turn later. (laughs) Uh, Question from uh, Maxi Bajillion. 
guest on the previous episode and noted bug friend. Roadrunner Zapdos might be my new favorite legendary. What additions to new forms would you want to see in the DLC? Honestly, I think I'm fine with just the birds. For just legendaries? Or like For legendaries animals? specifically. Yeah, I want, like, other Pokemon. Like, legendaries, fine. But I want, like, I other... Want God, I just remember when they initially Mew revealed 3. Mega Mewtwo Y, and people were like, oh, it's Mew 3. And then it's they're Mew like, 3. no, Mega Evolutions. And I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. Um, or maybe, like, a legendary that doesn't get a lot of love. Like, hmm. I, I feel... I was gonna say, like, ones that didn't make sense. Like, I was gonna say, like, the Lake Trio, and I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. I'm, like, the Lake think... Trio are, like, the number one in should-have-been-retyped-as-fairy. The Lake Trio I do not see in this image from the direct where it says Legends Return. Damn true. Are there there are some of the Diamond Pearl legendaries in there though, right? Yeah. Cresselia, Heatran. Yeah. Heatran. Give me Reaper's Cresselia. It was interesting that out of the like legendaries that were available in the code of the game, like, prior to the DLC being revealed, none. Oh, there was legendaries from every game except for Gen 4. Like, I, guess, uh, I do think that that's very shrimp interesting. I wonder if it was intentional mm. to, like... It was bait? Get people thinking. Honestly, if that yeah. was bait, it was very well-planted bait. Oh, shit. That would... And I will say that non-Shadow Lugia is in this photo. Mm. Okay. But I want Shadow Lugia, so... <laughs> You get both, cause we can hope. You purify I just want it. I want shadow Pokemon again. They're good. You purify it, you and you get regular. You can do it in Pokemon Go, but it's so different. It's different. That's true. They don't have like, like there's some there's moves. no advantage to using them while shadow. Yeah, they don't have. In like, fact, shadow they moves. suck. They suck if you use them while shadow, as opposed to using shadows in the game, which is actually sometimes advantageous. Yeah. But you right. can always purify them and then have to use a TM to get rid of return. Yeah. God. Pokemon Go fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> Pokemon Go fucking sucks, I say, as I open it every single day of my life. Yeah, no, no, same. <laughs> Pokemon Masters also sucks, I say, as I open it every single day. I mean, yeah. Me playing Pokemon Ranger and just making as many circles as humanly possible. And destroying your DS screen? I... Uh, up through, like, Gen 4, I played basically every uh, Pokemon spinoff, good or bad, that came out, except for, like, Dash, which I missed somehow. And some of those I don't know if I should have spent so much time No. On. No, some of them weren't very good. Uh, we, Although, yeah. We have a question from Summer uh, at Stellar Ghost on Twitter. If you were named after a condiment, which one would it be? Like, Mustard from the DLC, who's apparently, like, your teacher of some kind. I would fight Mustard to the death for the right to have his name. Sriracha. Yeah. I would assume his identity. I would be Sriracha. I would be sweet and sour sauce. I would probably have to fight more for the ability to use the name Sriracha. I'll be barbecue. But I'd also consider just using sour cream and fight sour cream Steven Universe for the name. I also just like the idea of my name being BBQ. It's good. And then I can be BBQ and on. Thank you. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> uh, final question from friend of the show, Golurk. Why is Calyrex like that? Because they're beautiful. Because Secrets. he works out at the library. It's probably a bud. 
It's probably a bud. I mean, it is a grass type. A bud? Yeah. Like of weed? Yes. Like a funny weed? Top 10 Pokemon to smoke weed with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, now I just want to see, like, Calyrex, but, like, on a couch, with its limbs just, like, splayed out over the couch. And it's... Like an octopus. (laughs) Yeah, like, its its head is on the seat part, and then it's just, like, flopped onto the rest of it, because he's blitzed out of his goddamn mind. (laughs) <laughs> or it's like that, that commercial with the dog, but the dog is Zessian and Zamazenta, and they're like, Katie, we don't like it when you smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Calyrex entering the sunken place. <laughs> That's what happens when you smoke weed. You become oh, racist. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um... Well, that's most of what I wanted to get through with this episode. I mean, I guess we didn't talk about League all that much. We could talk about know. it a little bit, though. Because you, uh, oh, you, yeah. gra- you got the draft tiers, right? Oh, you mean like the WBE tiers? Yeah. How are Pokemon doing in these draft leagues, in the yeah. Sword and Shield meta? Eh. Uh, I've only watched a few battles, to be yeah, honest. They, they've had gone. one week. Um, what I've observed so far is that because they've allowed Gigantamax... Um, it hasn't been balanced necessarily. Uh, if used correctly, like MV got a prankster bulk up with Grimmsnarl, he Gigantamaxed, and he got three kills. Basically. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm. S- I mean, I, I still kind of stand by like it was not meant for singles and maybe shouldn't be in singles. Just not available in singles at all, or at least be like nerfed or something in singles. Yeah. So clearly was made for doubles. Yeah. In, in my opinion, um, just having Gigantamax uh, is less balanced than anything can Dynamax. Yeah. Because um, if anything can Dynamax, you get to pick what you want to try and maybe outlast right. the opponent's yeah. Dynamax. I think the idea I... was um, like, so you know what Pokemon is going to Gigantamax on the team. Right. But it just yeah. didn't work. Um, just to allow different, like, better counterplay? I'm s- I mean, it doesn't yeah. help that, like, the Gigantamax mods in WBE are all in the same tier with no, like, differentiation. Yeah, okay. it, that makes no fucking sense. So, I, I feel like somebody who has, like, Corviknight or Grimmsnarl has an advantage over someone who has, like, Eevee. Uh, no one has yeah, Eevee. Like, no one well, has Eevee. That's just an example <laughs> I know. I will say though, the counterplay to Gigantamax that I saw in week one and liked, and have to assume people will start to mirror in uh, the coming weeks, is if you have something faster than the Gigantamax Pokemon, you substitute on those three turns until the Gigantamax oh, is ended. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so fucking stupid. So cheesy. You can't protect all the way, but you can sub. And then you have 25% health, and they have three <laughs> attack boosts and speed boosts and whatever. Yeah, that's rough. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the tiers right now, and um, I'm extremely salty about Drampa being on, in the bottom tier, and I will be for the rest of my life. Drampa's getting too powerful. A lot. We, we let him get too many boosts, and now he's destroying everything. They gave Drampa a bunch of new stuff this gen too. Like, they got him Weather Ball, right? Hurricane. Maybe. I know, I know he got Hydro Pump and Hurricane for sure. Yeah, because those are teachable moves for the first time, which is nice. 
Wow. Yeah. Their la- their like last tier is very big. He's also <laughs> able to get the uh he's able to get the hurricane thunder combo, isn't he? Ooh. You're right. Which I think, I think only like Gyarados and Dragon. and Dragonite get previously. Well, I mean, even though Dragonite only got it this gen, because he only Dr- only now learns Hurricane. And Drampa. They could give it to more stuff now, though. Yeah. Now that Hurricane is a TR or whatever. Drampa like wants to be special, also. Whereas like yeah. Gyarados wants generally to be wants to be physical. Physical yeah. and Dragonite could be either, I guess. Yeah. But I usually see Dragon Dance, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm. I guess I'm more interested to see how these tiers shake out over time because obviously, we have a draft league, and it'd be nice to battle it. I mean, we started our draft league ripping off more famous draft leagues anyway. Yeah. So I was kind of like keeping my eyes up open. I'm like, what's WBE gonna do? Uh, what's... But we might want to wait for it to be more settled to actually try using it. What's GBA gonna do? What's... Results at this point are mixed. Maybe. I mean, my I'm like constantly thinking about draft league stuff because that's just what I do with my time. Yeah. Whatever. So I already have like ideas for what I'm kind of thinking, but like I don't know. Some of this stuff for WB doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like the bottom tier is essentially like tiers four through seven, like all mushed into one tier. Yeah. Which is like fine because a lot of the lower tier stuff is probably not going to get used anyway but tiers four and five being mixed together just kind of feels like oh there's a lot of cool stuff that's not going to get drafted now yeah whereas yeah when you spread it out a little bit well that that was like one thing i really liked in our last season is that we had that optional tier seven that you didn't have to use but i used like three times i really wish i brought my shell because i'm not a coward I also liked the first league that I joined, you guys, because it was, um, quote-unquote, minor league, and we used all, like, lower-tiered mods. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was yeah. fucking awesome. We the, the P4G did the low-tier kind of thing, and we were trying to rip that off, but we wanted to kind of, like, in that one, it was, I think it was, like, basically free draft except for like one or two very low tier mods and everything else was just like as long as it's three or below it's fine so we wanted to kind of develop like full tiers for all of that Mm -hmm. which is why we went out to like tier seven in the first place which is you know we didn't really know what we were doing balancing all that but it worked out anyway (laughs) it's harder to do now with a limited draft but yeah so yeah i mean even once these tiers are more stabilized it's gonna get tossed in a disarray the second the first and second dlcs come out Oh, I'd like. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm interested to see mid-gen shakeups because it's I, really like other than tutors becoming available, we really usually don't get that much. Yeah. Actually, I was wondering that too. Are you gonna wait for the first DLC to come out, or are you thinking of? My thinking was we would get a season in before that, and then start a new season when it comes out. Ooh. Yeah, and then like. One season per meta. Yeah, something like that. But we honestly haven't even like discussed anything. Like we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, we're we're just cor- so. we're just cornering you on the air, so it's on the record. We're just trying to yeah, like we're just pressuring. I, you. I will say, I will say that I have some ideas already. I just have to kind of like sit down with Steven and talk about them. Yeah, I'm just like draft league. I think is probably my favorite format to do competitive Pokemon battling in. Um, just yeah. because I just don't have the brain for wider formats. I mean, I really like any kind of format where, like, 
like higher tier and lower tier Pokemon are both kind of useful. Yeah, so which is like, like if if you if you are able to use any Pokemon, obviously you're going to just use the best option the vast majority of the time. But when those options are restricted yeah. to you, those lower options become viable, and it's a lot more fun. Like yeah. that's why Qua- that's why Quagsire Quagsire does so well in League also, and is picked yeah. every single season. I also like that, like, you can prepare for them. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you're not like, oh, I have to prepare for this, like, most used Pokemon on the tier. Like, I don't play a ton of other competitive, but, like, when I was sort of playing it last uh, gen, I, I mostly liked, like, UU and RU, because I liked using, like, you know, the lower tier mods. The Pokemon that you're not seeing all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Draft League for me kind of, like, filled the void in my heart. Uh, there was a there was a format that was, like, created during XY, and it kind of died out when Horus came out, called Poke Battle, that I was really into. And basically the idea was, like, instead of tiers, every Pokemon had a point value, and you had to, like, pick higher and lower tier Pokemon to, like, fit within a thousand points. Okay, so, like, basically the same concept, but with a different methodology. Because we have points in our draft league, too. Yeah, but it was also, like, a meta instead of, like, custom to each opponent. Right. So, like, if you had a regular OUT, it would usually be, like, slightly over a thousand points. But then they also unlocked a couple of the legendaries, so, like, like, not, like, you know, Groudon or whatever, but, like, you could put Darkrai on your team and then have to balance it out with, like, a lower tier Pokemon yeah. and stuff like that. And it, it was really cool, and then it died because they never updated it for Horaz, and then they said they were going to bring it back, and then they never did. And I have been desperately searching for these people on the internet for, like, years, trying to figure out what the hell happened to Poke Battle. But was it on Showdown? No, it was, like, a separate... It was a separate thing. It was, like, its own website. Okay. And then, eventually, when it died, I think... They added it to like the Pokemon Insurgents battle sim randomly, okay. and nobody used it. And then it just kind of died. Out. Yeah, because I always find it frustrating, like how complicated it is to do modifications to Showdown. I mean, I was also a really big fan because just like every part of it was so like interlaced. Like it had um, a Pokedex that like people could submit sets to, and like if you clicked in the team builder, it could just pull sets directly from the Pokedex. Oh, that's nice. That. Like, oh, like oh, it was a cool. really well designed thing between like the sim the pokedex and the forums all kind of like being attached yeah it's really nice but yeah anyway that was a tangent you didn't ask for i'm sorry it's fine but i just <laughs> I mean, that's around the same time that we discovered draft leagues so yeah this was well it's like it's the thing it's like it's the way i prefer to 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 do pokemon battling like i'm so out of touch with like the the um, battle spot singles the ou other than the fact that i know yeah. what's banned in ou right now yeah, I, I was so excited because I'm like, well, while we're not doing draft for a little bit, I'm going to build a UU team, and then two of the Pokemon my team got banned. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally, like rip Gengar, but Gengar and Obstagoon. Yeah, like, so like I hatched a shiny Obstagoon for this team, and I, now it's yeah. You could so like I'm you. I'm basically sure. when I do my next episode where I'm going to have like you know people who are actually playing competitive Pokemon. It's going to be like I'm I'm coming from a position of complete ignorance for that reason. Cuz I'm oh, yeah. because I'm like so into the draft league format that I just fully don't understand what's going on in OU half the time and I I'm I'm a little better with VGC just because I've watched a couple of uh smaller tournaments, but yeah. I think I, I, I know that everybody likes Duraludon right now and everybody likes Togekiss. 
I think it's interesting that, like, the people that, like, do both, like, League and, uh, like, OU, like, all the time, all the time, all the time, because... And they know all the calcs in their head. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. Like, I have to, I have to have the... The smoke on damage calculator out in front of me, me too. at all times while battling. Same. I'm so mad that the timer is so much lower because I'm like, I need to calc. I'm gonna run out of time. What do I do? I like it because watching league battles took so goddamn long with some people who I will not name. Oh yeah, true. God. Oh god, true. <laughs> there were definitely like. Oh, could we break the record for the number of turns in this battle? <laughs> no, so turns isn't as much a problem as just as l- how long it takes some people to do their move. Uh, well, does it like keep that time in if you watch the replay? No, I guess not because I get, but this time it was we were watching on Showdown, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we did do Showdown. So like you have to watch at the full length of the battle. Yeah, it it depends because if if we're doing it, but like we're I, I assume we're gonna like try to go back to. But games. Well, that is debilitatingly difficult we can't, on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. because um, they don't have replays anymore. Oh god, I keep forgetting that. Which is god, so dumb. Like, I do you think that's going to come with a patch? I feel like they can't not have that. <sighs> like, like the replay thing and the Dex cut. They're like fuck draft league specifically. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, not that the Dex cut is like as big of a deal as people on Twitter seem to think it is. Yeah, but, like it draft league. I like having a big so that everybody can kind of get everything they need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, replays just seems like a really dumb thing to get rid of. And then they added, like, the, uh, what's it called? Like, you can spectate, but only, like, locally? Yeah. I was watching the regional VGC tournament this past weekend, and I'm like, oh, wow, spectator mode is cool. Yeah. Good thing I will never get to use this myself. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, big, like, official YouTube leagues that are more professional than us all, like, have capture cards and whatever we don't have any of that shit yeah, <laughs> no. we're just gonna do it on our own like how are we gonna do it am i gonna get myself a capture card and then ask everyone to play their games through my switch by proxy where i'm on a call with them and they tell me their moves with a shortened move timer yes no what the fuck <laughs> have everyone record their screen with their phone as they're battling yes oh my god <laughs> i definitely and then there's the option just don't watch replays of the battles and at that point i'm kind of like what is the point? I mean, I'm selfish, and I part of the appeal of this of doing a league ourselves is I can watch every single battle and like yeah, it whips, and then do like really, really granular stats for all of those battles. I do, and you know what you do? You put those stats. stats into a fucking spreadsheet, and it whips. It's so good. I, well, I, I will say not to like be super judgmental or whatever, but like. A big part of why me and Steven started doing Draft League was, like, at least for me, looking back, frustration with a lot of Draft League Google Docs because they were bad and never updated. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we could do better than that, and then we did. And then so, you did. You did do it. You have a very professional-looking so. document, and it's very pretty. It's good. I like to make it pretty, and I like to make it do 9 million different things. Mm-hmm. And I can tell jobs of proficient in Excel, which is always fun, even though I'm not that the thing is, the thing is, proficiency with Excel means you know how to Google something when you want to learn how to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I started temping, the first place I worked, um, they asked me to help with their spreadsheet, and they didn't know how to, like, sort a column. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> the bar's like, so fucking oh, low. I'm like, 
Oh no. I'm like a genius here. <laughs> this week I'm teaching a coworker how to copy rows from one document and paste them in another Are document. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> oh boy. It's Sorry, my job, I, I use, I, I always forget I use Excel, like, daily, so that's why I'm like, what? But, like, yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm, I need to not be judgmental. I, I am on your side. <laughs> I do not think I need to be teaching someone how to do that at this point. God. Yeah, that's just how it is. So, yeah, no, th- I mean, that's the thing. This is just, like, you know, resume writing tips. Just say you're proficient. If you know how to effectively Google something... Then you know how to use a program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Because the thing is, is that people over the age of like 35 don't know how to use Google. They just don't know how to do it at all. They need it explained to them face to face. It's wild. Hmm. It's wild area. It's wild area. Damn. All right. I'm sorry, that was really dumb. <laughs> so now that we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes, I feel like this is probably a good time to call it. So um, I will allow you guys a moment to just say where people can find you on the web. Morg, you can go first. Sure. Um, you can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter, M-O-R-G. Um, and Tumblr, but I, I definitely use Twitter more. Um, I don't have a whole lot I'm doing right now, so that's probably the best way to contact me. You could also you could also go to noisespace.xyz slash host slash morgue to see all the podcasts on Noisespace you've guessed it on. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I no, that know... works. That's a thing that I works. That. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. I Everybody gets their own tag on my site. It's very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've been a guest on uh, a bunch of Noisespace podcasts. Hell yeah. Um, including then, this one. then Spoon. Hey, um, I'm on Twitter at Spoon Missioner, which is a portmanteau of Spoon and Commissioner. Uh, also Tumblr at The Spoon Missioner. It's my very first podcast, so. Welcome. Welcome Thank to podcasting. <laughs> and then Soon you'll uh, be Silva. addicted. Okay, um, I'm on Twitter at Penguin Gengar, which is a name I've been using since, like, the Pokemon Spriting days in middle school. Um, and I mostly just post about Draft League and, like, emo bands nobody cares about. And Carly Rae Jepsen. And Carly Rae Jepsen. As we all do. Which is an emo band that people care about very much. Yeah. That's true. Emo shit. Mm-hmm. It's an emo album. It's right there in the name, folks. Damn. <laughs> all right, um... I usually end this episode with something from Thanks Bulbapedia, so I'm just going to open up thanksbulbapedia.tumblr.com uh, and see if I can find anything that's good here. Including the female alternate costume, Byleth is the first female human DLC character in the Fighter, Fighter Pass number one since Kazooie is a bird. Why is that on Bulbapedia? <laughs> All Smash Bros. <laughs> stuff is. Thanks, Bulbapedia. Thanks, Bulbapedia. Um, here's here's a here's a better one to end on. Though the species has appeared repeatedly, no snow slowpoke has ever been seen using an attack in the anime. That's just an interesting fact. Yeah. Legitimately, thank you, Bulbapedia. Thank you, Bulbapedia, and thanks guys for coming on. Um, I should be having another episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, the reason we recorded this one about the DLC is basically because that one has had some scheduling issues. So. Exciting guests coming up. We have exciting guests on this one. This podcast is still going. I haven't abandoned it again yet. So 
we'll we'll try to keep it going uh, throughout 2020. Uh, and thank you all for coming, and I'll probably play this out with some Coliseum music again. Bye! Hell yeah. Bye!